the hour news as it happens when it happens wherever it happens local regional and global only on q95 the big station q95da.com right on q this is the midday news for wednesday september 7 in the headlines Dominica Council on Aging President is encouraging the public to focus on grandparents as September is Month of the Elderly and September 12 is Grandparents Day. Antigua and Barbuda Democratic National Alliance DNA tells the Gaston Brown government stop playing politics of the price of fuel and give residents significant relief from the very high cost of living. And police in Tennessee arrested 38-year-old Cleotha Abston and charged him of first-degree murder and first-degree murder in perpetrator of kidnapping of female jogger Eliza Fletcher last week. The news is brought to you. Compliments, Courts Dominica Limited and Discover Dominica Authority. Shop more, save more in the Ashley Savings event happening now. Get an additional 200 off your purchase when you buy a full sofa set. That's right, you can save big on favorite Ashley pieces. Get your rocker recliner you've always had an eye on. Enhance your bedroom, expand your dining room, get that living room combo for less than $3,000. Shop now with no cash and don't miss out on these awesome savings only at Courts. Offer available online and shopcourts.com and at your nearest Courts store. Condition supply, Courts. Bring in value home. Let's reunite! From October 20th to 30th, 2022, Dominica invites you to celebrate the World Crayon Music Festival. Three nights of pulsating rhythms on one stage. For more information, visit www.dominicafestivals.com Like and follow us on Facebook at Dominica Festivals or Instagram at Dominica.Festival. Dominica's World Crayon Music Festival celebrating 22 years in 2022. October 28th to 30th. September is Month of the Elderly and September 12th is Grandparents' Day. On that day, the Dominica Council on Aging is encouraging the general public to dedicate its focus on grandparents. The period September 1st to October 1st is the Month of the Elderly, gazetted by the government 18 years ago. President of the Dominica Council on Aging is Mrs. Ophelia Olivache-Marie. We use the time to give the greatest recognition to our seniors our older persons, our kings and queens, for everything they have done and still continue to do for us. Because of them, we have a conscience and a sense of values. On account of them, we are close to the Most High God and we are close to nature and its surrounding abundance. Because of the sense of values that they have handed down to us, we find ourselves and formulate our own character, our direction, our destiny. How automatic it should be for us to honor the ground on which our seniors walk. We pause at this juncture to pay special attention to Grandparents' Day, a vital part of the Month of the Elderly. Mrs. Marie says this year the UN and USA encourages all to pay attention to not only the contribution the elderly and grandparents have made to their children's development, but also to their resilience. 
For many of us, having a grand is one of the best things in our life. We have special nicknames for them. They are among our favorite people. Their hearts appear to be larger than those of our parents. Their patience, peace, and tolerance are like nobody else's. And every day our grandparents demonstrate how resilient they are. They roll and rumble with the hardships that come with life. They adjust and invent ways to keep them and ourselves nourished with whatever means available to them. They adjust to limited funds, to failing health, to our changing environment. And as we watch them, we too appreciate and learn those coping skills. Look around you and find that grandpa or that grandma to reach out to. President of the Dominica Council on Aging, Mrs. Ophelia Olivache Marie. Dominica joins the rest of the world in recognizing CARICOM Africa Day, and Dominicans are encouraged to wear something African style. Africa Day is intended to celebrate and acknowledge the successes of the Organization of African Unity from its creation on May 25, 1963, in the fight against colonialism and apartheid, as well as the progress that Africa has made while reflecting upon the common challenges that the continent faces in a global environment. This year is recognized as the Year of Nutrition. The Division of Culture will host today, Wednesday, September 7, a CARICOM Africa Day concert on the Dame Eugenia Charles Boulevard at 5 p.m. There will be dance, music, craft, poetry, drumming, and a special performance by Marie Pascal. Dominicans are encouraged to participate and embrace their African connections. MP for the Roseau North constituency, Danny Lugay, presents the Roseau Declaration as he makes his presence felt at this morning's Walk for Justice, Peace and Democracy. Lugay shared the declaration on this morning's Hot Seat program on his way to this week's Walk Number 24. In his declaration, he makes mention of the constitutional rights afforded to the people and the fearless resolve of the people to uphold and exercise those rights. The people will continue to walk until their goals are met, economic independence, social justice, peace and prosperity for the generations to come. We who are gathered here on this the seventh day of September 2022 in the capital city of Roseau, take seriously our rights and freedom to assemble, to associate, and to enjoy our freedom of movement. And we further affirm and declare that no devil in hell, no minister of national security, nor any demon possessed sitting in the financial center will ever take away our God-given rights. And henceforth, we affirm in this Rosa Declaration dated 7th September 2022 that we will enjoy without provocation or harassment our constitutional and God-given right to freely walk anywhere we desire within the Commonwealth of Dominica. We will freely assemble without provocation and harassment by the police or any tin pot dictator. We further declare that we will freely associate, freely assemble, 
freely move in and around every corner of this our blessed land with like-minded persons until we achieve our goal of economic independence, social justice, peace and prosperity for our children, our people, and our nation. This is the Rozo Declaration. MP for Rozo North, Danny Lugay. Cornelia Saltman Marie, winner of the Laugh Out Loud competition, received his cash prize of $2,500 yesterday at the Faith Restaurant Barn Grill. He said that it was such an honor to be part of the art, and he describes it as part because comedy is a form of art. He went on to reiterate the story of the competition. Sign up. It's really an honor to, uh, to be part of the art. I call it the part of the art uh, because uh, comedy is uh, another form of art. And um, most of you know the story already. When I was in the of the competition, I was moved to participate. However, I, will, I traveled for the summer, and I missed. I would have missed the deadline until somebody reminded me, and I asked them to sign me up for what I was overseas. Um, I came back here and was very enthusiastic about the event. But when I saw the time is going by so quickly, I said, I wonder if this thing is really going to happen. And I was reluctant to enter because of time and preparation. But last minute, I said, you know what? Give it a try. Because you're a funny guy. You can do this thing. Give it a try. And I have not regretted one bit of the event. He has thanked the organizers for putting this activity together and encourage others to participate in the next competition. I was a little concerned when I saw I was last on the list. I was like, why did they put me last? But one of my mentors said, they always say the best for last. So I came out and I did my best. And once you do your best, in everything that you do, once you do your best, that should satisfy you. Once you do your best. And that's why I did my best. And I emerged the winners. So I want to say thank you to the organizers for organizing this event. And I pray that as we continue, that the art will develop. More people come on board. I've heard people said that they would like to take part in the next one. So I pray that as the event continues to, to grow and, and, and build itself, that more people will find interest in comedy and take part. Once again, I want to say thank you very much. And of course, I'll make good use of this $2,500. <laughs> Cornelia Saltman Marie, winner of the Laugh Out Loud competition. The actions taken by Dominica police against persons who are exercising their constitutional rights to free movement and free speech is unconstitutional and ungodly. Quoting the Constitution of 1978 and the people's rights enshrined in it, opposition leader Lennox Linton made it clear that the rights of anyone acting in accordance with the Constitution cannot and should not be violated regardless of who is committing such a lawful act, inclusive of the police officers themselves. His statements came in light of the heavy pressure being exerted by Dominica police to interfere with persons who work for peace, justice, and democracy on Wednesdays. Linton did, however, highlight that although laws may be made to prevent these walks. These laws have to abide by the constitutional guidelines, which indicates that any such laws must be reasonably required in the interests of defense, public safety, public order, public morality, or public health. Linton therefore argued that any actions by the police which do not abide by these constitutional provisions are unconstitutional. Let me be clear that the Constitution of 1978 provides for the rights of the citizens of Dominica to freedom of expression, freedom of assembly and association, and freedom of movement. The laws that 
can have anything to say about these rights given to the people of Dominica by the Constitution, the Supreme Law, must be reasonably required in the interest of defense, public safety, public order, public morality, or public health. There is nothing that the police is doing. There's no action that the police is taking against the people who walk freely in Roseau on Wednesday that is reasonably required in the interest of defense, public safety, public order, public morality, or public health. And therefore, those actions of the police are unconstitutional. They are unlawful. They're not reasonably required in the interest of defense, public safety, public order, public morality, or public health. And those actions against the people walking, those threats issued by the National Security Minister against people who walk, who freely move on Wednesdays, is unconstitutional. It is unlawful. Before all that, it is ungodly because it's a direct attack on the freedom of the human spirit that our God has blessed us with. Opposition leader Lennox Linton, project officer at the Office of Disaster Management, Mandela Christian, explained the role and responsibility of emergency response teams. He highlighted that they are essentially groups or teams of people who are dispatched to conduct specific emergency support tasks because they have received training or possess specialized expertise necessary for such events. Emergency response teams, that is basically um, persons who have been trained or who, are, who have a specific skill set that we can utilize and put together as a team, as a group, and send them out to perform specific emergency functions, emergency support functions. So we have um, groupings like search and rescue. We have the community emergency response teams. We even have like the firefighters that we see because they, they, they come at different levels. We have national teams. We could have at the community level, even at the regional level. But it's basically just a grouping of, of, of persons who have been trained in a specific function, um, a specific skill set that we could call on in times of emergencies to, to help bring about some good, quick response. Christian explained that there are teams that support some of the other emergency operations in Dominica, for example, the fire and ambulance service. He also noted that there are more teams that assist with other emergency procedures, such as disaster relief missions. He made mention that teams were dispatched after Hurricane Maria to assist with unloading and sorting out items and ensuring equitable distribution of these items within the communities. We have some teams that are established um, within organizations like the fire um, department, fire and ambulance service. They have teams of firefighters who go out when there's, whenever there's a fire, um, but that is specific to the fire service. We also have another key one like search and rescue. I mean, just over the past few months, we, we had a, a massive search and rescue operations uh, going. So that is really led by, by fire and fire and police. So they have persons who are trained to do um, both the land um, search and rescue to go into the forest, um, there's a, a special technique way that, well, that they use, utilize. It's not just going and, you know, doing moving bush around. There's a special skills and technique and even equipment that they use um, to, to, to do that. ODM Project Officer Mandela Christian, Billing Supervisor at Domlek Solage Aeron says, electricity consumers will now be able to point out the reduction of VAT on their bills. Prime Minister Roosevelt Skerritt recently announced that citizens would see the difference in their bills effective August 1st. She was speaking on Domlek's Power Talk program. 
for domestic customers, our programmers would have had to make sure that the threshold for VAT for them would have increased from 100 to 150 units. So they would have had to put that in there, make sure that was in place, as well as the fact that there would be no VAT on the fuel surcharge amounts. So they had to make sure that was implemented as well across the board for all our categories of customers. So that would have had to be in place. Likewise, they would have had to make a slight amendment to the bill, the bill format, not very significant, but just a little notation on the bill for both the domestic and the rest of the categories of customers so that they will know that there is no VAT on their fuel surcharge. Billing Supervisor Dominic Solage Aaron and Trade Minister Ian Douglas says the government of Dominica is moving ahead with the establishment of trade depots in some of the neighboring islands where it can have a presence in those markets to solidify existing trade links in the region and grow its market share. He promised that as Dominica moves forward to bring this into operation, the government will work closely with local MSMEs to devise ways to make their businesses benefit from the initiative and grow and become more successful. These measures, I believe, demonstrate that this government understands the major contribution of the micro, small, and medium enterprises to the Dominican economy, to ensuring that economic activity remains steady and continues to grow. We are playing our part to help our producers across all sectors to remain viable and in the long term make a positive impact on economic life in this country. In other news, the Democratic National Alliance DNA in Antigua believes that the government there must provide citizens and residents with significant relief from the heavy burden of the very high cost of living and stop playing politics with price of gas and diesel at the pump and give meaningful reduction to reflect the true realities of the energy sector. Anthony Stewart, DNA's candidate for All Saints West and spokesperson on finance, statutory bodies and government-owned entities, including WIOC, said the cost of a barrel of crude oil in the market or world market today is about U.S. $90, representing a decrease of about U.S. $50 from a high of U.S. $140 at the peak of the Russia-Ukraine war. Towards the end of May, beginning June 2022, the government increased the price at the pump by 25%, or EC $5 per gallon, over March 2022 prices, which represents a ratio of about EC $1 increase at the pump for every U.S. $10 increase in the cost of crude oil on the world market. Stewart, who has been keenly studying and following developments in the global energy sector, further said the refining cost has also fallen steeply, while the transportation logistics have greatly improved, resulting in a reduction in shipping costs. The DNA is not persuaded by Prime Minister Gaston Brown's subsidy argument, which is designed to justify the government's unconscionable refusal, as it calls it, to provide relief to the people. And a body found in a Memphis neighborhood Monday was confirmed to be a Tennessee woman who was abducted late last week. Police arrested 38-year-old Cleotha Abstin and charged him with first-degree murder and first-degree murder in perpetration of kidnapping. Elise Preston of CBS Mornings has this report. Police discovered the body of Eliza Fletcher Monday in a grassy lot behind a vacant duplex roughly seven miles from where the kindergarten teacher and mother of two was last seen. According to an affidavit, tire tracks and an odor of decay led officers to the gruesome discovery. 
also recovered a trash bag containing purple shorts, like the ones Fletcher was last seen wearing. While the outcome of this investigation is not what we hoped for, we are nonetheless pleased to remove this dangerous predator off the streets of Memphis. You're charged with especially aggravated kidnapping. Investigators say 38-year-old Cleotha Abstin violently forced Fletcher into his SUV while she was out jogging at about 4 a.m. last Friday. Fletcher's cell phone was found nearby, along with a pair of sandals that had traces of the suspect's DNA. Abstin previously kidnapped a prominent Memphis attorney when he was 16 years old. Abstin served nearly 20 years in prison for that crime, but had been sentenced to 24. Charlie Caswell is a Shelby County commissioner. You have fought against recidivism here in Memphis for for a very long time. Did the system fail in, in this situation? I don't know all the details on it, but it looked that way very much so. But Shelby County District Attorney Steve Mulroy noted Abstin served 85% of his sentence. I think it's easy to take one particular case and uh, try to extrapolate from that. I think what we just need to do right now is just focus on going forward and making sure that justice is done in this particular case. Now, the district attorney tells us he has no reason to believe Fletcher was targeted, calling this an isolated attack by a stranger. Abstin has yet to enter a plea. In a statement, Fletcher's family called her a joy to so many, saying they are heartbroken and devastated by this senseless loss. And that's the midday news. But first, a recap of our headlines. Dominica Council on Aging President is encouraging the public to focus on grandparents as September is Month of the Elderly and September 12th is Grandparents' Day. Antigua and Barbuda's National Democratic Alliance tells the Gaston Brown government, stop playing politics of the price of fuel. And police in Tennessee arrested 38-year-old Cleotha Abson and charged him with first-degree murder and first-degree murder in perpetration of kidnapping of female jogger Eliza Fletcher last week. The news is brought to you. Compliments, Courts Dominica Limited and Discover Dominica Authority. I am Kimberly Benjamin. Of the hour news as it happens when it happens wherever 